0: Lots of conversations don't we as exercise professionals about one of the best exercises for legs and one of the best exercises for upper back and lower back and abs and arms and have these conversations <laughs> well i've just been using my legs but ultimately could my leg exercise be my best upper body exercise and let's just consider that from an uh anatomical point of view, physiological point of view. And if we wanted to do the best exercise that didn't waste people's time, that was safe and effective, and this word that I get a little bit cranky about because it gets used all the time, functional. What does that actually mean? Things that we do in real life. So if I have to pick something up off the ground, I have to bend everything, abs in tight, lower back, upper back. I'm gonna do that again my fingers, my lower arms, my upper arms, my shoulders, my back, upper and lower, my abdominals, otherwise I'd fall forward, and of course all of my legs. So one could consider that this is a full body exercise, but more importantly, from a, that was from a muscular point of view, what about from the central nervous system and the endocrine, uh, how, does that, how do they fire and how does that work? And I had a great quote from one of my students this last month, said to me, Rowie, if you want to work your upper body, I always suggest to people that they should work their legs. And I always get a really bizarre look. Why would you work your legs if you want to work your upper body? Because the biggest muscles in your body, the biggest engine of your body, are the leg muscles your glutes hamstrings quadriceps calves they're big powerful muscles they're designed to get us to go fast jump high and lift heavy and because they're the biggest muscles in the body they've got the biggest endocrine response the biggest hormonal response which means that if you want human growth hormone and testosterone you want to use as many muscles as possible and the big muscles. Now the beautiful thing about what I just did with lifting, I used my leg muscles, all the big powerful muscles of my legs, but I also used my upper body and the front of my body and the back of my body. Now, we get all caught up in the anatomical terms. Some people call it the core, which is not an anatomical term. But if you want to work your rectus abdominis, transverse abdominis, obliques, erector spinae, multifidus, rhomboids, otissimus, dorsi, shoulders, deltoids, the little uh, tiny muscles inside the shoulder, the su- uh, supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor subscapularis. If you want to work your whole body, then you've got to pick exercises that work the whole body. And then you get the biggest hormonal response, and then you get the biggest central nervous system response. So everything fires up. So you are going to get stronger and you're going to get bigger if you're a bloke. And I've got to say, isn't that exciting? Now, the reason we know that, well, the reason we know this is true uh, there's a lot of research being done on injury, of course, particularly with elite athletes, because if you're an elite athlete and you're getting paid millions of dollars a year to, to do your job, play your sport, and you're injured, we want, we want to, exercise professionals, coaches, trainers, want to get the athlete back on the field as quickly as possible. So what's been really interesting to take note of is the measurements of bone, muscle, actual body size, and strength if somebody's injured but they keep exercising. So even if I've got a broken leg or a broken arm, if I keep firing my endocrine system and my central nervous system, even if my leg is inside a cast or my arm is inside a cast, I have less muscle wastage, less bone wastage uh, if I exercise my the rest of my body than if I don't do anything. So even the, the arm or the leg that isn't being used at all because it's busted, still stays stronger, still has less muscle and bone wastage if I exercise the rest of my body. And that's what I find really exciting. It means that when you exercise the big muscles, the little ones get worked as well, that's awesome. But if I want to get the biggest hormonal response, I want to be using as many muscles as possible, even if I've got a broken one or an injured one, which is always that question, should I exercise when I'm injured or should I exercise if if something hurts? Well, if it hurts, don't do it. But if the rest of your body can still do it, wouldn't that be a great idea? So I'm uh, in my garden and I've been out here a lot lately because I'm on a mission I'm a very old lady and i say that with, with, uh, without hesitation because I remember when I was 20, 30, 40, even 50, thinking that when you're 60, you're really old. Well, I don't feel any older than when I was 20. Uh, I'm fit and strong and healthy and I'm actually getting fitter and stronger and more healthy every day because I'm spending so much time outside. I'm getting so much fresh air and sunshine and I'm lifting so much stuff and I'm getting puffed all day long. Uh, they're all the things that keep us young and fit and strong for long. So I always ask this question and I'll continue to ask it. If I'm an exercise professional or a coach or you're just giving advice about exercise, would we give people an exercise that takes a long time Or would we want it to be a fast, effective, short exercise program? Would we want to give people a program that uh, gives them a 50% result when we could give them a 100% result? And that's the beautiful thing about when you fire up your endocrine system, your central nervous system in the phosphate system, which is phosphate fit and phosphate strong, which is the energy system inside your body designed to give you 100% ability to move. Uh, And I think we forget about that as exercise professionals or we never learnt in the first place that there are three energy systems. The phosphate lasts for 10 seconds, lactate from 10 seconds to two minutes. The aerobic system is everything after two minutes and we can keep going and going and going because we live in the aerobic system. But if you want high intense best results exercise, there's really not too much argument anymore that it needs to be high intensity phosphate system lifting and phosphate system puffing, which is interval training basically. So it's easy. Why do we make it so hard? Why do we give people such big, long, boring exercise programs that take such a long time when literally, and I'm going to go right out there on this uh, controversial, uh, uh, interesting limb, let's put it that way. If I pick something up off the ground and I have to use my Toe muscles, my calf muscles, my quadriceps, my hamstrings, my glute medius minimus maximus, my rectus spino multifidus, uh, rectus abdominis, transverse abdominis, obliques. Now I'm going to use my fingers, my forearms, my upper arms that's biceps and triceps and shoulders my i'm pulling straight through with the traction force through my shoulders my upper back and my abdominals are stopping me from falling forward i'm doing every muscle in my body now there's an argument that i'm not using my chest but interestingly if you've ever had a you've had muscle soreness in your chest or you've had a chest injury and you've tried to pick something up off the ground, you actually can't do it, it hurts like hell. Because when you lift, every part of your body moves and your endocrine system and your central nervous system has to fire up. So if you want a strong upper body, use your legs, because your legs are the biggest engine in your body and the biggest engine in your body has the biggest hormonal response, has the biggest central nervous system response and it means you could literally have a, a, a strength training workout with one exercise. If you had to pick one exercise and there was no, and you couldn't do any other ones, that would be the one that I, that I do. Now, what do you call it? Pick something up off the ground and put it back down again. Some people call it a deadlift. I hate that word. I call these alive lifts. Because if you lift heavy until you can't do any more, and next time I come, I've got to get a heavier rock because this one's too light. I'm gonna stay alive, healthy, fit and strong for long because alive lifts. Keep me alive. I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would. Now na 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 na. So good and strong and fit for long. Woohoo! Romax, live your life to the max. My name's Rowie. Thank you for coming to Romax. And please don't live an average life. It's my least favorite word. Live your life to the max. Woohoo! <laughs>